we have the good fortune of having a guest on my podcast, my friend and work colleague, Nairi Harmon from St Andrews Lutheran College has agreed to speak to us today. Uh, I've done a number of stints over the years with Nairi as a teacher's aide in the senior arts department and also as artist in residence, teaching visual arts fundamentals to the kids. It's always been a positive experience for me. I've learned just as much as I've taught and really enjoyed the time that I've spent with the kids up there uh, doing different projects over the years. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. If you do have any questions, please do not hesitate to get in touch and ask us and I hope you enjoy today's discussion. We will be talking about advocacy for the arts in education, uh, the benefits of the arts in general for the kids and also for adults, and also sometimes the struggle that art teachers have to have their subject counted as important and relevant in the education system. I hope you enjoy. We're here today talking to the lovely Mrs Harmon from St Andrews Lutheran College and we're going to have a bit of a discussion about art education. So I've got a few questions for you today and we'll start with would you be able to give us some idea of the struggle you've had as an arts teacher improving the arts significance in education? <laughs> what a huge yes, subject. What a huge question. Um, <laughs> Okay, so when I was at uni, my lecturer, and I can still hear her say it, she said, you have to be an advocate first and a teacher second. Oh, that's, yeah. So you always have to be advocating for how important the arts are, and particularly visual arts at that stage, when I was doing my undergrad in visual arts, and why students need um, the ability to express themselves how important it is yeah um and you know that was long before the whole mental health and well-being and mindfulness and adult coloring in books (laughs) long long (laughs) before all that stuff um you know just how how important it is to give kids a voice that can't write or can't yes. read or can't um, express themselves in any other way but through acting or through singing or through dancing or through visual art. Yes. So advocacy has always been top of my list. However, it you know it waxes and wanes. If you have a good principal, then you find your life a lot easier if they're really super supportive yeah. and... Um, I have been lucky in that I've had many principals who were super supportive, um, didn't always understand the arts, didn't always understand um, what I did, but were willing to trust me and let me go um, and do do what I had to do. Um, Funding has always been something, you know, you're constantly... And and it is, you're constantly fighting. You're constantly justifying. This is why this needs to happen. This is why um, I need more paper. This is why I need more money. This is why I need more time. This is why I need more human resources in the department. This is why we need the ability for kids to go off-site. This is why we need to have excursion budgets. This is why... 
you know, art is never made in a vacuum. Um, mm. And it's really important that kids get out and experience, you know, established and emerging and mid-career and, the you know, the whole gamut of art and street art and um, an experience for themselves and do workshops for themselves. Because um, they won't do it by themselves. You know, no, they some, won't. You know, <clears throat> majority some will, but the majority won't. Majority yeah. won't. And when you've got plenty of money... It's easy, yes. But when there's a tightening of the budget, it seems that it's always the arts programs that maybe get cut first. Definitely, or... and and time, time is. I mean, time is in a school, particularly in a oh, school setting, these is, days. is a very very precious commodity. And you know, I'm constantly fighting over the calendar. Well, yes, I need to take kids to Goma, or yes, I need to take kids out. Or I need to get an artist in residence in for that day. Mm. Um, the kids need that experience of a concentrated time period. You know, artists don't wake up in the morning and think, oh, I'm going to make art between 9 and 10.30. <laughs> no. um, that's not that's like that. Yeah, that's not how artists work. So, you know, giving them and getting into the flow and, you know... Um, there's been lots of research about flow and getting in the zone and athletes getting in the zone. Well, it's the same for artists. Yeah, and, that's true. And, you Very know, it's, it's time, fighting for that time to allow kids to get so into the zone that they really achieve and, and move beyond their, you know, real... Um, very superficial idea and get, get down into the conceptual understanding and the conceptual... Uh, meaning of of their work so it, it really you know you're always well I always feel that I'm on the back foot <laughs> and I'm always I'm always trying to prove my worth and the, the worth of my subject in my school and sometimes it's really overt and it has to be really explicit and other times it's just a little undercurrent that you know oh yeah here we go again you know <laughs> Um, so yeah, wax, waxes and wanes, but, um, I think just, I have to just keep advocating and keep shouting and keep banging my head against doors and, and keep really, you know, saying to my students, you guys have a voice too. You guys need to step up. You guys need to go and see the powers that be. If you don't like something, you know, you need to do something about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 That's right. And teach them to do that. Yeah. 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 Um, so has it been challenging to provide academic proof for the importance of the arts as a subject that's difficult to measure in a structured way, you know, the same way as you measure other academic subjects, yeah. like one to 10 scale and, yeah. you know, it's, it, it is a difficult subject to measure and maybe see that glimmer of um ability or talent coming through you know to see it in yeah. the raw yeah as as opposed to the finished product yeah well you tend to you tend to have you know those really talented students and you know some of them don't choose art in the end they yeah. do that they do yeah, that academic adults like that yeah they're so good at what they do and you yeah. just go and they don't want to do it because they don't want to put the time into it yeah and you just yeah. think yeah, you, you actually could do this in your sleep. Yes. Um, but you, you, you don't know, want for whatever to. reason you don't want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think 
really well we have criteria and it's very you know you can see work you can judge a work against criteria um, and certainly because you've walked alongside those students and you've seen the journey that they've been on and you've helped them document the journey that they've been on that you can you can certainly um, judge it in relation to criteria mm. now you know it's that that old adage I don't know about art but I know what I like and then some people look at the kids work and goes oh that is how is that an A that's gross and disturbing and whatever whatever <laughs> and then you've got a you then have to justify well it's an A because and other art teachers get it and 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 art lovers get it and and people that understand the conceptual understanding behind art they get it mm. they might not like it they might not put it on their wall but they get it yeah whereas, that's the important thing isn't yeah, it yeah whereas um you know certainly some people just go oh, I don't see how that can possibly possibly be an A but I think the other thing is that those kids that choose art because it's a bludge. Oh yes, just gonna oh, be so good. It's such a big It'll be so easy. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just painting. It's just drawing. <laughs> it's just chucking paint around. Like that's all you do. Like take a few photos. Just hand them in. It's all good. Just write some stuff, and it's all good. So that I think is probably the, and you know, parents that have that perception, perception of it, yeah. and then they're like, "What do you mean, my kid?" Is, is on like a D. Yeah, because, it is failing. Because <laughs> they haven't done the work. Well, mm. you expect them to do stuff in lunchtime. You expect them to do stuff after school. Yeah, I do. Because yes. my subject is just as important as maths or just as important as English or just as important as science. Yeah. And if you want to fulfill it, the criteria, then... Exactly. And if you to want to do it well, then you're going to have to put the time in. Yeah. It's like a dancer. She or he would have to absolutely spend hours perfecting that pirouette well some people are not willing to do that and others aren't yeah, so yeah. um that is the difference when you've got a criteria that is the difference between a c and an a you know the yes some kids have raw natural talent but some kids are raw natural runners and can run long distances without training you know look at footy players they can just kick a football through those posts and don't even have to trot like don't even have to train but they can just do it mm. you know those mathematicians that can just do it without there are those freaky people in any yeah. any yeah. form of life yeah that can just do it but um yeah i think that's that's probably been the toughest is this conception misconception that oh it's so easy like you can get good marks and you don't really have to do much well <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite a really deep thinking you know a really rich um mature and conceptual maturity particularly you know for some kids doesn't ever happen no. even in year 12 as, no. as a 17 18 year old they're still not at that conceptual maturity um, which is why I like catching up with ex-students who are second year into an arts degree or th third year into, you know, into an art degree. And then they're like, going, oh, I get it now. Yeah, they're getting their stride. And, and that's, you know, and that's like as a 21-year-old, 22-year-old that have been immersed totally for years, for a few years. Whereas, you know, I mean, art takes, it's one of six subjects normally in a school. So it's not like you can devote all your time and understanding and effort to that one thing. As much as you want to. As much as you should. <laughs>
<laughs> should come first. In my perfect world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, what other benefits do you think there are for students other than scholastic measures? You know? Just, yeah. Oh, um, like other... Well, well, this is where that transferable thing comes, I suppose, doesn't it? That definitely. we were talking about earlier, that about... Um, transferable skills that go to other areas like we, we were talking about the police and yeah um, 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 um well the doctors and lawyers yeah and well nurses the yeah. visual thinking strategies yeah, visual you know thinking strategies, that's um it. when when emergency services personnel roll into a scene they ask themselves three questions what is going on here um, what can I see that makes me say that? And what else is happening here? And that's exactly what you teach kids when you, they're standing in front of an artwork or in front of um, a sculpture or they're listening to a piece of music or, um, you know, they're, they're seeing a performance. Well, they're transferable skills that shows you, demonstrates analysis. You've got to analyse everything in your life. Yeah. You know, everything <laughs> yeah. is analysis. Yeah, that's which, right. Which shop should I go to? Which is going to be cheaper? Which... You know, am I going to make this um, this red light? Every every split second, you're analysing, analysing, analysing yeah. all the time. And yeah. analysis is a huge skill that you learn in the arts. And then you can transfer it across um, to, to every part of your life. But it also, it's things like empathy, just being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and, and thinking about... And that's why drama particularly is so amazing. But... Um, you know, thinking about, well, oh, actually, that they had a choice there and they made that choice and what if they'd made the other choice? And, and thinking about, oh, you know, they were really feeling that or that was really... Um, or, you, you know, you have an experience and you get it down on canvas or you take photographs and you and or you sculpt it and you, yeah. you move through it and you, you explore it and you really come to a resolution or an, or an acceptance or an understanding about yourself and who you are or who other people are and why other people perhaps react like that or act like that or what baggage, what experiences have they had. Mm. So it really, that's a massive transferable skill that, you know, that whole empathy thing, just just being able to stop and think, oh, you know what? How do How, you yeah. see the world? Yeah. I don't see the world like that. Why do you see the world, the world like that? that? Yeah. Um, Questioning. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, curiosity what if i what if i mixed blue with red what would actually happen you know what would what that just that really natural raw curiosity oh, yes just gonna you've got to continue to you've got yeah, to continue to lifelong learning again anyway. you know that yeah. wasn't a thing when i was doing my degree 25 years ago but now lifelong learning is everywhere and everyone's got to be a lifelong learner and you've got to yeah. continue and you do i mean you know now we put labels on stuff but what happens if what you know and that that is a question that is it happens every you know nanosecond in the art yes. department yeah what if i did this <laughs> what if i did that you know why what don't if? you try it this yeah. way why don't you try it that way yeah yeah if That's... i put this in the kiln and i don't put a hole in it will it explode well who knows <laughs> you know like we don't know and yeah. and and that's the beautiful thing too is collaboration then because more heads, and I say this to my students all the time, more heads are better than one. I'm not the expert. I, yeah. I know stuff yeah. and I know a lot yeah. of stuff. But how about you ask your mate what they think of your drawing? Or how about you ask, you know, the kids in, in the next room in another year level, 
if they can understand what you're trying to express in that work or say, yeah. and 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 if they get it awesome you've done a good job but if mm. they are looking at it going oh i get something different then is that okay too mm. like it doesn't it doesn't have to be any correct answers and i think yeah. that's another good thing too about art is the fact that you know yeah, you can no fail yeah. fail magically and fail epically and go oh that you know that was a dumb idea what i do that for but let's just move on let's pick up and we try get again. successes then don't that's you? right if you go you know if you can if you can sort of get past that feeling of failing then yeah. then you get to the successes so yeah if you can sort of get rid of that in in yourself internally like going oh i don't want to do this because i think i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna do it right yeah well what's right and yeah what's that's right. wrong and right. i think too you know like i have learned so much from different types of artists um, you know, like sculptors, and, and I've got a friend who is a ceramic artist, and she is just going and finding wild clay around where she lives and making bowls out of it. Like, you know, yeah. wow, I'd never thought to do that. No, but she's no. she's done it, so I'm going to have a go with that. And, you know, I've got another friend who um, is a tattoo artist, and he, um, he just was doing something on a skateboard and just went, oh, you know what, I don't even like that, and just got turps and took the whole oil paint off. And I, that would never have occurred to me because yeah, I'm yeah. not an oil painter. But yeah, that's yeah. another thing now in my arsenal that I have, I have learnt. And, and I think that's, that's the other transferable skill is collaboration. I don't know everything, yeah. but I'm willing to go and bowbird from you and bowbird from you and, and yeah. learn from you over there. And, and what cool stuff can you teach me? Like, oh, and the gold ink. Yeah. <laughs> In the yeah. hot water. In the hot water. That was exactly. so... Exactly. You waste white and gold ink all the time because it the goes time. sinking to the bottom. Yep. Everyone who's listening, yep. it sinks to the bottom. Yep. It sticks in a clump. Yep. Put it in hot water. Yep. Give it a shake, yep. and it's usable. The ink whisperer, the tattoo artist, the yeah. ink whisperer, because that's what they use all the time, you know. But but that's the thing, like just learning tips and tricks, and yes, and. Yeah, and, and not being afraid to go, so how did you do that? And that's, yeah. I think, that's what I love about my classroom too. And we have vertical classes in the middle school is, is you know, like a, a grade nine girl, um, you know, working away, working away. And then a grade nine boy trying to tell her what to do. And she's like, hell no, that's not how you do it. Or a grade seven girl piping up going, no, that's not how you do it. You yeah. know, and the grade nine boy going, oh, okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've just been told. I've just been told by a couple of girls. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just just really working through that collaboration. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just oh, God, every time I asking go questions there, all the time. Yeah, every time I go up there, I get just as much from the kids if not more yeah than what the kids get from me and skills yeah. that i'm up there to do when i do an artist in residence i just yeah i cannot believe it yeah they just and they're open and they're learning different things and they're picking up all this new stuff that i don't even see until yeah. i get there and talk yeah. to them and 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 too you know you have in your brain what okay i think this is how the lesson's going to go or i think this is how the artwork is going to turn out or I think this is how they're going to use the material and there's always like three or four that just go she told me to do that I'm not doing that I'm doing this and then you go oh my lord I yeah. didn't even think about yeah. that I am actually going to take a photo of that and I am going to stick that in my powerpoint for next time yeah because 
and and so then it becomes about the reflective practice and that's another transferable skill because you have to reflect on so so many things you do in your life without you know consciously subconsciously oh you know I was a real jerk today and I really probably shouldn't have been you know said that or done that or whatever maybe next time I can do something differently. And then that's something that the arts teaches you so beautifully yes. is that whole idea of reflection and and really sitting with an idea and, and working it through and looking at the positive, looking at the negatives and, and yeah. yeah. Do you so, think if the parents knew the process that they go through or the process that they learn in, in um, processing their own pieces that they have to do all their bodies of work and going through that you know the beginning stages and then the reflection process and all those sorts of things do you think if they knew that process better they might value art more i think so i think to understand what it's actually teaching them yes outside of oh they're just going to play with art and clay and and paint and I think that would be more and... supportive of when their kids come home and say, I want to go to uni and do a three-year fine arts yes, course. Yes, yes. Or I want to go to uni and do dance or I yeah. want to go to uni and be an actor. Yeah. I think they would have... Um, I think they would be a bit more supportive if they could see those important skills that you might go to university and, and do acting and then you might never act a day in your life, but all those skills that you learnt, you could be the best doctor in the world. Yes. Or you could be the best, I don't know, motivational speaker. Motivational or, speaker. Yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter because you have such empathy and such understanding of where humanity is at that you make your little corner of the world a better place just by doing that degree just that and it might not mean that you're going to be an actor but that's just what you need to do at that time and Mm. um I think that would go a long way but see there's there's also there are periods you know and and, um I've got a friend who's a sculptor and she during the whole COVID thing felt completely bereft of inspiration could not yeah could not be creative and I, I've had it myself. I have felt so not creative, have been unable to plan lessons properly, and I love that stuff. But, mm. you know, have been unable to find a new artist or someone that inspired Inspires me or someone you, yeah. that, that wants, makes me want to draw or makes me want to do something. And, you know, there, there are those moments where you have to just lie on the couch and stare at your navel and just it's <laughs> part of the process. It, it is. It is. Or go it and is. sit it's on the breathing beach. breathing in. You have to it breathe is. in as well as breathe out. Yeah. And, yeah. and sit, yeah. On the, sit on the sand and stare at the water. And, mm. and to anyone else, it looks like you're just doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> but you are actually, your brain is actually extending and moving and the synapses are all happening and, and you know, they're, they're getting that... that creativity cranking again yeah um filling the well yeah filling the visual well like you just need to go out and fill it however yeah however it is that that does it for you yeah and gives you a rest and gives you time to breathe in and just because sometimes we well it's the way the world is now go 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 produce 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 Mm. um you know you don't get much of a rest from that and it dries up. Mm. It just dries up. Yeah. You've got to just take time to breathe in again and Definitely. have a rest. And, and and I think too, 
you know, when you've been doing something for such a long time, people don't see the hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of your drawing, of you sitting there with a book drawing. Yes. And so when you say to them, okay, I'll, you know, I'll do a painting for you and it's going to cost you $5,000 and it's going to take this amount of time for me to do, they're like, what? Yeah. But they don't understand the hours of training that you've had, the hours of That's experience that you've had, the so the true. the amount of time you've spent looking at other artworks, yeah. looking at art galleries, yeah. using your visual thinking strategies, you know, all these courses and and, and stuff that you've done. Yeah, the energy to get, and time. To, to get to that point, the creativity that you actually expend um, you know, like dancers get off the stage and they can't move. They yeah. just have to lie on the floor because yeah. they've just left every piece of energy that they own on that stage. Yeah, yeah and, right. and artists do the same in, in, you know, visual forms and people don't appreciate that. And understand I Understand the values. And yeah, I think that is frustrating. That. And I think parents particularly you know look at their kids bodies of work and go oh is this what you've been working on but but they've got to understand that it's like an hour and a half here and it's 45 minutes on a thursday before sport you know yeah (laughs) and if they had a whole week to just sit in a space and create yeah it might look quite different but that's not how a school works no and unfortunately wouldn't it be good if you could do a subject a day instead of that's right six subjects in a day yeah yeah that's but, right or you you know and there are schools out there now that are starting to do you know year 12 over three years so that you do only two courses in one year two courses oh, so, so yeah. that you know it's it's and they're usually for kids that are ill or doing sport or uh, acting or you know doing other stuff outside school yeah but I think definitely you know and we are looking at post-covid we are looking at rejigging the timetable so that kids can have a day a week that they choose you know seniors this is that they can choose so you know wow I've got four Fridays free in this month. One Friday, I'm just going to go to the art department all day and I'm just going to oh, work on my right. art. That'd be great. So we're going to trial that, I think, next year. Yeah. And just see how that goes. That could be amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. The kids of working online, they've realised that, oh, you know what? We actually waste heaps of time at school. Like, <laughs> we actually do. So... You know, it's, we we whizzed through our work when yeah. we were working online because we didn't have our mate annoying us or yeah, interrupting right. us or, you know, having those chats and what have you. So that's been a that's been a real positive and and maybe parents kind of have maybe changed their thinking a little bit about about well, you know what? My kid actually sat there and worked on their skateboard for like four days straight and didn't come up for air. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing concentration. You know, year nine. Yeah, where you can't usually get them to concentrate on anything right. for that period of time. That's right. And, you know, I thought my kid would be driving me crazy with being bored, but every time they had a spare minute, they were in on their, you know, their skateboard or, or um, you know, my year 10s were doing recycled um, objects. So they were in there getting their materials and and you know we had these very grandiose wearable pieces come in 
that kids could work on for extended periods. Yeah, yeah. So maybe COVID's done us a little favour. I favor. think it's done us <laughs> a few favours, just a few favours. Well, look how many people turned to art, right? Like, you, you know, you oh, went, well, you went to the $2 yeah. shop and there was no paint. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No paper. There was, you know, no pencils because everyone went, right, we're all going to make art. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> At Louis Vuitton, we use model colour to paint the designs on the cases. Yep. And to couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Can't get it. Yep. It's, it, half the stock is yep. <laughs> sold out yep. because of the, yeah, wanting to paint little models and do yep. the little artistic pieces at home and planes and little soldiers and yeah. things like that. You so, know, so, so I think, you know, people maybe, just maybe, because it's kept them sane, that they've realised that, you know, actually art does have a value and maybe if we need, if we actually, you know, slowing down was a good thing. Yes, yes. Then maybe art's a way to, to do, that. do that. And look at our kids, look how well... Our kids, I know, I know my like my own daughter. She has got drawings of her skateboard designs all over her window. Like she got window paint and oh, painted all right. over her window. So <laughs> that's fine. I'm not. You're I'm only not, allowed to do that here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like she spent hours and hours and Lego. You know, she's nearly fifteen. She got into Lego like there was no tomorrow. Oh, that and would be cool. that's another design skill and yes, another thinking yes. skill. Building, you know, and you couldn't buy Lego. Together. That was another thing that you just couldn't buy because ah. people were like, "Oh my god, I'm going to give my kids Lego because that's going to shut them up." You know, <laughs> and they're going to have a great time doing yeah. it. And yeah, and you know, so who, who knows how many designers and how many architects and yes, how many will come are going to come out of period. that because they didn't have an option and they thought differently about oh well actually i really like that or i really enjoyed that or i'm really good at that maybe i can make a job out of that yes giving them a little bit of that time to to think about those things and people too need to know that and this is what i say every year at careers night there is never ever going to be that job advertised artist wanted like (laughs) no so so you have to make your own fun and yeah you know and and those kids that i've taught that are now you know, quite successful and, you know, on their Instagram, they describe themselves as artists, which is so exciting. Mm. You know, they've hustled and hustled and hustled and, you know, they are tattoo artists, but they also paint or... Oh, they, they're not a multitask all yeah, the time and, to make and, a living, cobble it You together. know, there's a little bit, a little bit of teaching on the side, but then, you know, they only work, they only teach three days a week so they can do their art two days a week. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, constantly chasing residencies or they've started their own artist collective and... They're encouraging other artists to have exhibitions and they're finding spaces to have exhibitions and they're finding... So they're very good at hustling, hustling, hustling and... um, Being inventive inventive and... and Entrepreneur. Yeah, entrepreneurial. That's exactly right. Artists have to be and artists are usually hopeless at pushing themselves and and (laughs) selling themselves, but they've realised social media has, has really opened... And I know myself, like... During COVID, I bought art because I had a little bit of spare money and I wasn't going anywhere and I wasn't going to see live music, which is my favourite thing to do. So, you know what? I'm actually going to support some artists and and buy some art. And so now I've got this appreciation for 
um, well, actually, you know what? I might actually every couple of months or every six months save up, save up some money, buy buy an artwork, and and then um, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good y- point. You know, like making people, um, yeah, just think about. Oh well, that's quite affordable. So you know, if I if I do a print run of some paintings that I do, well, that's actually quite affordable. And you know, it yes. comes back to that whole idea of you know during during COVID cafes couldn't open so they went to the takeaway model so yes. you know people are doing paintings but then they're making prints of the paintings so yeah. they can sell them for for less yeah. but sell more of them yeah so you know thinking about how i can get my art out there um in different ways in different yeah. ways definitely but i really like the the um this collective that these ex-students of mine have started and they're really encouraging and they're finding little spaces walls one wall in a cafe in in west end and you know the the cafe owner is quite happy for them to put up different artwork that's once great a month isn't and it they might sell it they might yeah. not but at least they can say i've had an exhibition at blah blah and and then it just one thing leads to another and and it's that heads together you know yeah. more heads together yeah. is better than just one yeah. because it's too easy to get down on yourself or be depressed about the situation because you're not selling or yeah. you know or you're not getting any work or whatever but if you're in a group and you're all sort of just yeah feeding off each other and and helping each other and i was off. talking to such and such and they're, yeah, yeah. they're keen and it's and linking up and really um that whole idea of artists supporting other artists yes and, and Hey, I don't, don't know. see them as a threat. Don't see yes, them as a threat. Yes, yeah. I don't know how to do portraits, but I know someone who does. Or I don't know how to do landscape properly, but I know someone who does. Go yeah. and see them. Yeah. They can do it for you or they can teach you how to do it or um yeah, and not being afraid to yeah, I mean, pass you know, it, pass intellectual it property sort of is one thing, but but mm. absolutely like, you know, get your get your stuff out there and I love, you know, getting on Instagram and some of my favorite artists that I follow on Instagram then they follow other people and I go, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and, and the students that I teach, like my year nine boys have been amazing sources of, have you seen this artist miss on Instagram? <laughs> no. Oh, my Lord, they're the best ever. Like, how did I miss that? Yeah. You know, so. That's where the kids are good, aren't that's they? Because the, they've got so much yeah. more time than yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. Um, with the... With the increasing creative jobs in the economy yes. and the value placed on creative thinking in the workplace, will the attitudes change towards art in general education? Is there a glimmer of hope for more respect? <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a wide question too. <laughs> yeah. Look, and 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 again, there's there's, well, there's two too much? real. Ants, there's two real polar opposite answers. There's the government position with, you know, the New South Wales government oh, last year sometime getting rid of the arts section or might have even been the federal government getting rid of the arts section and rolling that into roads and rail. Like what? Anyway, but... Yes, then how the, did that the, happen? How did that happen? But then the joke became, well, look at all those new canvases that we can just paint all over the trains. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, And all true. over the roads, you yeah. know. Um, so the government is not... I don't think there's anyone in government at the moment that is a creative thinker at all. No. And particularly with this whole university ball twang about, <laughs> um, you know, we're going to raise the the price of a humanities and an arts degree to pay for nursing. So the nursing degrees get 
cheaper. And I'm not bagging nurses. Yeah. But hello, like, you know, if you want society to have well-rounded, empathetic um, citizens who actually care about each other and actually care about making the world a better place, then that's probably not the way to go. No. So, th- no, so that's the negative... more expensive to study That's it and... the negative answer. Mm. But I think the positive, the positive of it is that COVID definitely has taught people... I mean, I, I have absolutely had probably 10 gigs cancelled that I really you know wanted to go and see and and I couldn't do it and I was devastated and and so so that has really made me appreciate live music even more and want to see it yes, even more yes. made, and made go the and, desire go stronger. and see you know go and see bands that aren't you know that are up and coming that aren't aren't big names necessarily that aren't yeah. huge and what have you but just go and support them and and seeing music online and paying to see music online it's really not the same thing but you know what i'm that starved i'm going to do it so um you know i think i think covid probably has given people a new appreciation and understanding for how important the arts are yes how much it has too how much they've missed it yes um oh what would they have done without netflix and Totally right. Channels and totally. all that sort of stuff. And, to... You know that that friend of mine that helps me out on the sets who was working yes. on Elvis before it got yeah. shut down. Well, he went and painted houses. Like that's what he did in in because he had no work. Oh, of course. So so that's what he did. So he transferred his skills and and you know again comes back to the artist hustling, hustling, hustling all yes. the time. Yeah. Um, and always be, saying yes, like yes. going, I'm not too sure I know how to do that, but I'll just say yes and, yeah. I'll, and I'll figure <laughs> and it I'll out. And I'll have a go. Which comes back to the creative thinking. Yes, because it does, that, actually. that is how stuff just gets done. And, you know, artists have an engineering brain. They might not be valued as a civil engineer or a mechanical engineer or an electrical engineer, but you have to have an engineering bent because you have to just make stuff work you yeah, have to yeah you have to figure out oh geez you know that sculpture's got to balance that way how am i going to make that how am i actually going to make that work you and know that's and that's what i think well like learning learning on the or learning to learn or learning on the fly oh. is one of the, the and the whole creative process is one of the most valuable outcomes Definitely. Of being an artist Definitely. and teaching art to kids. Yeah. And learning for them to learn that process. Yeah. I would say that that would have to be one of the, you know, yeah. one of the best skills that they learn. Well, I think if I look at myself as, a, as an art teacher 25 years ago when I started compared to now... There's no comparison. <laughs> I mean, I taught in a very different way. I, I was quite rigid. I was quite, no, that's not how you do it. This is how you do it. Whereas now it's like, oh, sure. Like, let's give it a shot. Like, who knows yes, what will happen if, yeah. if you do that? I don't know. Let's, 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 let's work let's try. together, you know. Yeah. So I think um, definitely over over the years, that whole real idea of, who I, I don't I don't know. I'm just gonna give it a crack and see what happens. Yeah. Um and I've learnt so much more that way. So yeah. much more that way. 
from you know that I probably ever did at university. I mean, yeah. art history um, is always in the back of my mind, and you know, I start with the art history side of things, but. I suppose um, that's a starting point, isn't it? That is them? a starting point. And it's so lovely to be able to go back and say, all right, we're going to start with Picasso, but then let's go and find five emerging artists that work in the style of Picasso. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah or has, a, has a, an influence. Yeah. And you can see it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, too, you know, that then goes back to those old masters who had apprentices who, you know, they, they weren't allowed to touch a canvas for five years. They had to learn how to make the paint. I know. Um, that would be heavy. <laughs> Because they knew that eventually they would get to yeah, where to they the want point. to go. So I think that is one thing. Tenacity and resilience and yes. grit yes. is, you know, that hanging, that whole hanging in there is something that definitely creativity and the arts That's, teach yeah. for sure. Yeah, resolution of de- tenacity, de- determination yeah. of keeping going. Like yeah. you, you don't realise how... Um, in the creative process, how much of that that you have to have. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. if you don't have it, you just don't get anywhere. Yeah, that's right. It's it's a really... And, and two, you know, not being afraid to, you know, be working on something and go, no, nah, I, can't, I can't resolve that at the moment. I'm just going to put that to one side and I'm going to start on something new and then go back to it. You know, not yes. many people these yes. days finish stuff no i find no no. um yeah so you know there's always unfinished projects unfinished things because you run out of time or you run out of resources or whatever so i think creativity too and and the outcome might be not exactly what you thought it was going to be at the beginning but because you put it aside for a time and then came back to it yes revisited later on yeah i think that's a really important thing i think sometimes people will what i see when i teach is people start something they get to a point and they don't want to go any further because they don't want to wreck it yes yes (laughs) and you just go yes how in the hell are you gonna learn anything thinking like that about it and then also when do i stop Oh, when well, is it done? Yes, when is it done? Is it just stops in interesting places. That's it. That there, there is no um, finish. Yeah. And, I, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you see those paintings, like Will Robinson particularly, that it took him five years and you're just like... How the hell does it take you five years? But, but potentially he, did, he didn't touch it for two. Yes, yeah. So that's why it took that long yeah. because I had to walk away and, and go over there and do that and then come back to it and then go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I see what happened now. I think too probably having to, um, you go through that process and then for me, I think about it as, well, I'm just going to finish this and if I don't really like it at the end, I'm going to look at it and go, well, what, did, what can I take out of it? Yep. And then I can take that on to the next one and I'll try yeah. again. So then that becomes about the reflective process. Yes, it? Yeah. it does. And I tell you that, you know, the other thing, and I guess this is a bit of a unique position that I find myself in, but having to do musical sets, which is a love-hate, we have a love-hate relationship, <laughs> but, but it has taught me to stand back, like 
to not get so close to stuff, to actually work on something and go and stand on the other side of the room and look at it and then not look at it and then look at it again and really, really look at it, Yes, you know? So, and look at it in a different way. Like look at it as if it was on a stage or look at it as if it was a part of a prop or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And and that is something that doing musical sets, I mean, I've been doing a long time now, but up until that point, I had never thought like that. No. I had never thought to stand back really yeah and and analyze there's yeah. that word again yeah. yeah yeah that's right <laughs> but that was one thing that that has taught me and that's improved so many aspects of what i do yeah and that's i say right. to kids go and stand over there and let me look at it and they're like what or i'll hold it and so and i say to them go and stand yes. over there and look at it yes and then they're like oh it's not straight or, oh it's <laughs> oh it's too far to the left or oh hang on there's not enough orange or whatever yeah. and they figure that out for themselves they can see it because they take that step backward with distance for sure yeah yeah, sure. for sure and you know that's a transferable skill because sometimes you just got to take a big step back and go Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do out. I really want that big house? Do I really want that car? Do I want that mortgage? Yes. Do I want that? Do I do I want to live by the beach? Do I want to do what do I want to do? Do I want to have that job that's, you know, going to pay me amazing money but it's going to like take up 80 hours of my week, you know, yeah. like Yeah. Take that step back. Yeah. That's very very it. true. Yeah. Very true. So, do you think that you can put the creative process into words <laughs> this Ooh. is a, yeah um yeah see the only time if anybody's ever asked me to put the creative process into words yeah. i kind of think of well say from a teaching point of view like what do i do where do i start even with a body of work yep with the kids and i say to them you've got your idea have your idea clearly held in your mind. Gather, 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 mm. gather as much as you can from wherever you can. Just gather it in mm. till you've got a big pile of stuff. Mm. Sift through and you'll find a thread. Mm. Follow that thread and then work through to the end. Now, that's very loose mm. <laughs> because there's lots of different stages in there mm. and you can tend to lose your way mm. fairly easily mm. but that to me is about the loosest well that's about the only way that I can sort of interpret how I go about the creative process mm. put it that way that I gather it all in and invariably a thread pops up yeah and I start to follow it and then I refine follow refine follow refine follow refine until I end up with what I think is right and do it so yeah. So I would agree with you. I really call myself a bowbird. Oh God, yeah. And <laughs> I collect ideas, and I yeah. I have like and collect things. I and... have yeah, collect things. But I have like probably ten visual diaries just lying around. Some are in my handbag. Some are in my car. Some yeah. are you know at work in the drawer. And you know I, I I go to a conference or I go to the gallery or I listen to something or I watch something on telly or I find something on the internet and. I screenshot and I put it in and I write about it and then, you know, that's an idea and I might not ever look at it or I might look at it in five years' time or I might give it to a kid and go, hey, oh, that's right, I saw this thing, go and check it out, you know. Yeah. Um, take this idea further or whatever. Um, 
So I think the creative process really is about research Mm -hmm. because without doing some kind of research, you don't have a framework or a or a frame yes to build on to build on yeah so and you know going down that rabbit hole of internet research can sometimes take you 10 hours and then you realize what have i actually (laughs) achieved which is why i still love art books and why i still have a thousand lying around because um you know at the moment it's all my art nouveau books are all out on the um thing and i'm writing to peacocks for you know that's at the moment (laughs) yeah um and you know that whole that real art nouveau kind of look that's yes i love flowers and stuff like for whatever reason that's just in my brain at the moment but um i think yeah you have to be quite single-minded in some ways but then you have to be eclectic too because you've got to think oh yeah there's that artist oh that artist is really good um i really like that creative process so then you find out more about that artist and their creative process and how you know you might watch a ted talk and how they actually came about making that piece of art and you know oh okay well i get that correlation and that that resonates with me or geez i don't understand that at all so now i'm gonna you know discard that um but i think definitely you know and i say to the kids okay so you start you start you start having your starting point and you write your rationale or you write your inquiry question or whatever it is and then you go on a journey and you go over here and you, you you go over there off on, off on that tangent and you know everything everything that you're painting is green and that's that you're just doing green paintings yeah. and then all of a sudden and you do a u-turn and you come back here and then you're doing photographs and then you, you go over there and you find this artist over there and you're really inspired and then you come back here and then someone says oh but hang on what about this and so you go over on that tangent and then at the end you write your artist statement and you look at your rationale or your inquiry question you look at your artist statement and they're often com- complete, <laughs> yeah, complete opposite. Yeah. But that's because you went on that journey. Yeah, if you didn't go on right. that journey, then you wouldn't have made authentic art. No. So no, it's a journey right. and it's a it's a bowerbird collection. It's research. And then it's, I don't know, chewing it all up and spit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Regurgitating it into your totally, form of, totally. of, of the art piece that you're yeah. going to end up with at the end. And yeah. somehow trying to get them to have yeah. that focus to be able to do that. Yeah. Because they can go endlessly on the bowerbird journey. Totally. And yeah. never come out the other end with yeah. with the um, focus. Get so bogged down in the history and so yeah. bogged down in the research. And, oh, it has to be absolutely exactly perfection. the same exactly the same as picasso it has to be exactly the same or it and has the to perfecting be, you know. thing of it yeah yeah so no, you have to try perfection. to dodge that no don't worry about that i saw a, an interesting ted talk the other day this guy was sort of explaining like where drawing fits into all of this so he was going and i and i made up my own little thing like think of a zebra now think of a zebra tap dancing on an air balloon yep yep and you can visualize that you can so that's what drawing capitalizes on yep that ability to visualize information separate pieces of information yeah and put them together when in reality yeah there's no way of Sarah could tap dance on it on an air balloon yeah you know but that's what drawing does yeah it it builds on that 
or capitalises on that ability to assemble visual information yeah. and put it together. But I think too, you know, people forget and, and this, and it comes down to fear because people forget that, um, that drawing is a skill like any other. You know, they think, they, they think, I can go and play netball, but they forget that they train twice a week yeah. to play netball. Yeah, that's right. They, oh, they, they think it's a God-given gift and you can't right. learn it, which and is a lot of crap. It is. <laughs> it is. It is rubbish yeah. because you just need – and I'm living proof of that because I never knew how to draw. I was always a photographer and printmaker. I never knew how to draw. And then I went to uni and I got taught how to draw. Yes. And I spent hours weekly drawing. Yeah. And I can now draw and I can teach people how to draw. And the more I do it, obviously, the better I get yeah. at it. And That's right. I can go for ages and not do it. And then I sit down to do it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a bit rusty. You know, but, yeah, but it's, it's like, like sewing. Yeah. It's like... It's like singing. It's like driving. If you yeah. haven't driven for ages, then yeah, you suddenly... get in the car and you're going, oh, exactly. geez, you know, traffic you know. people. Oh my yeah. God. Um, yeah. And, and I think people really need to not be so afraid and actually go, oh, so there are rules of drawing. That's and I right. can follow rules. Yes. And the skill can be built. Totally. And with practice, you can get pretty good at it. Yeah. And you don't have to be perfectionist at it no you and just... it's just because someone does realistic portraits like yourself yeah. doesn't mean that i have to do realistic no. portraits. It, i can be i can come from a complete emotional place or i can come from anger or i can come from um heartbreak or i can come from from grief or yeah. you know like the baggage that's happened to me in my life and that's why art is also amazing because you and I might see the same piece of art and I'll bore my eyes out and you'll be laughing. But it's because <laughs> of where we're coming yes, from. Yes, that's right. When we come to that artwork and, you know, that is another beautiful thing, I think, about art and, it, and why it makes people so empathetic. And, you know, during lockdown, our choir actually did this amazing Zoom choir of Stand By Me. Oh. So all their little faces were on the screen. Oh, that would made you cry. bawled my eyes out. Yeah. Absolutely bald like a baby. Yeah. But it was so beautiful. Yeah. And when I told the kids that like I saw it and I cried, they were like, What do you mean? Like it was good. <laughs> yeah. And I said, Yeah, it was it was technically perfect. Yes. But it was emotionally oh heart wrenching. Yes. So, you know, like there's that aspect that people I think really need to capitalise on, pick up on that you know, I'm going through some really heavy stuff. How can I work through that and not drink and not take drugs and not, yeah, not yeah. do something dumb? Mm. I can actually just make art about it and, mm. and it might just be with a red crayon on timber and mm. I'm that angry that I mm. just got to get it out. Mm. But, but it's expressing yourself it's in totally, that way. And then I feel better. Yes. Yes. You know, just... Rather than going, like you say, going and wrecking yourself and... yeah. Dancers spending hours and hours and hours getting that sweaty, that hot, that dizzy, but oh my goodness, what a release! Yes, it's just the release. Yes, it's just that's right. You know, and that's and that's what gives me goosebumps is when I'm watching a kid making art, and they're so in the zone and they're so in the flow and they've yeah. got their headphones in and they're just going for it, 
and who knows what they're actually thinking about and who knows what emotion is behind it but they are just so in that moment yeah that that gives me goosebumps and the satisfaction sure. and that they have on their faces when yeah. they're finished yeah and that just that walking on air yeah. look on their face yeah. they go oh i did that yeah i achieved that and totally. look at that totally that's amazing and it's all mine yeah it's all mine and that did not exist until i made it exist yeah. that's right it's really true yes really really true well it's been lovely <laughs> lovely talking to you today and it always makes me feel inspired whenever oh, i good. spend me too. any time <laughs> with you and oh. with the kids up there so oh, hopefully we'll get to do that again oh, no. this silly covid covid <laughs> but we'll be able to get to do that again soon yes and thank you so much for coming in today no worries and doing this with us it was fun okay <laughs> thank you it was fun thank you i hope you enjoyed today's episode i certainly did uh, it's really interesting discussing the arts with an art teacher someone in the industry and uh brings up a lot of uh pertinent and interesting points if you have any questions please don't hesitate to contact me on info at kerryspenceart.com or dm me on my instagram account at kerryspenceart and if you enjoyed today's episode please don't hesitate to subscribe so bye for now and stay curious and keep drawing